0: A safe and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good!
1: This is Tuchel Metals with Mute in the Radio. Big up to the number one station that rules the ruling nation. Give it to me every time.
2: Joke workshop here Monday night Mutiny Radio.fm welcome yay welcome to the joke workshop here we are Ooh. Yay, we love the joke workshop. We've got a bunch of comedians tonight. Tons and tons of comedians here for you, doing their new jokes. There are so many comedians that only the first 12 are going to get the 4x4 treatment. as a four-minute set with four minutes of commentary by their comedian peers. Remember, if you're going to say something, please be nice. If you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Have a nice crispy brioche bun on the top and bottom. You put that poo in the middle. And you tell them what you think, and we want you to tell, like, take notes. I love it when people take notes and pay attention. We're here for each other. It's a workshop. Tell people what you think. Uh, we have a lot of comedians tonight, so like I said, the first twelve will get that four by four uh, delicious commentary, and then the rest of everybody, we're just going to do four minute sets. After that, so everybody, but everyone will get a chance to get up, even if we have to shorten them to three at the end. Don't worry, I'll get you up. Everything's going to be okay your first uh, get and get your notepads out your first comedian of the night he's a funny guy he was on the Pantastics show last Friday having a great set you guys know him you love him clap wildly for Cole Chapman
3: That's I'm gonna start every single set from now on. I think I'm just gonna do a, a low-waisted hip shimmy and then just try and break into some jokes. All right, how you doing, George? How you doing, friend? We just met outside. I don't. Did we get? Did I get your name? Cole. Good to meet you. And uh, you, whatever. <laughs> how you guys doing? Okay. You doing well? You still? How's your? Uh, how's the new you working out? New year, new you. You still? New you still hanging around? Still alive? I love new year, new me, that mentality, because I love the idea of new me. Like, I love new me. Here's my impression of new me. Yay! Yoga! Yay! Gym pass! Yay! Diet! Yay! Fiscal responsibility! Yay! He's got all these tights on. He's like limbering up. Like, all right, going to hit the ground running. And as soon as the clock strikes midnight, it's like, starts going. Speeds out the door, and then back behind it, old you is sitting there like, Run, rabbit, run. You won't get far. We've seen this road before. Like some grizzled old veteran. You think old you know, going to get tricked out of this one? Old u has been sitting there sharpening that hatchet since the minute... If like I new you decided to put on those spandex and start writing out that resolutions list. New, old you's been sitting there like shink, shink. Yeah, try it, motherfucker. Shink. I know where you live. Shink. New running shoes. Shink. Yeah, that'll be. Oh, that'll, that'll help. Shink. Like <laughs> old you just follows after new you like a serial killer, <laughs> just waiting to just murder it. New you's running out the door like. All right, I can't wait to hit this gym. And then you never know when that rock is gonna come up that's gonna twist its ankle on and just fall over and lie there helpless while old you just comes up and just buries that hatchet right into its forehead. <laughs> it's, you'll be on your way to the gym, first day, January 1, on your way to the gym and you'll see a McDonald's and you're like, well, Jim's still gonna be there tomorrow, <laughs> but this McFlurry craving is here right now. <laughs> I gotta go hit this up. And then, and then, uh, new you gets murdered. That's kind of all I had. <laughs> I don't know. How's that concept? You guys enjoy that concept? Is that a thing, George? You you enjoy everything, George. <laughs> George, you are a very jolly man. I don't know. What else? What else do I want to talk about here? Richard, how are you? Oh, I just did this killer bit, man. You were people were dying laughing. It was great. We all had a good time. Here's a here's a real dumb thing. Uh, some guy I was talking to. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> this guy, uh, I was talking to him and he was trying to argue that women shouldn't get equal pay because of maternity leave, uh, and I was like, "Well, if that's okay, uh, we need to consider how many guys leave paternity." You know what I mean? That was a little fun, little fun twist. That's like a fun, it's like a fun little. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that, or maybe I did. And this is just a really terrible joke. <laughs> so funny it hurts. So funny it hurts. <laughs> Thank you, white bagger Vance. What What do you look like? <laughs> you have a very woman's cool look about you. I feel like you'd mentor me in some kind of wood cutting or something. Is that accurate? Do you cut have you cut wood recently? Vaguely, oh yeah, I get you get that you get like a microplane kind of vibe. Are oh, you like fashioning a violin or something in a in a Yeah, it's a, it's like a fun craftsman. Yeah, it's all vaguely. I get it. All right, I'm like way out of time, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna call it. Thanks, guys.
2: Cool, Chapman, everyone. Cool, Chapman. What do we think about that new joke about him killing himself? And that was really, really meta. Figuratively killing myself. Well, it was meta. It was like the meta-est meta joke that ever metaed. I mean. Yeah. No, but it's. Meta is hot right now, right? Everybody, I, guess. I don't know. Oh,
3: uh, you should have been there. Oh, well, hey, fuck you too, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, he's only saying fuck you metaphorically. It's a meta. It's another meta joke.
3: And physically. Oh, all right.
2: Uh, you guys.
3: Talk to me after the uh, show.
2: <laughs> it's. Uh, what do you guys think, Cole? Chap, look at all those microphones. I got
3: I got three and a half minutes, y'all. I'm not giving this up until mi- I the, get
2: the microphones. One, I got a
3: countdown going, so the
2: microphones are up there. See how hot they are. You can just
3: and say hi. Questions and answers about me, so, my life. If you want to give me some inspiration, you just say hey. Uh,
1: hi. Hello. Hey, how's it going? First-time caller, second-time listener. I don't know. Oh, I've never been on here the before.
3: Air.
1: <laughs> um, that was interesting for me because, it, I, you know, I indulge in a lot of spiritual teachings. I live in Berkeley. It reminded me of something I would hear at, let's say, my friend's Zen Center or something. That's not to s- That's not to say it doesn't work as a joke. But I think, and it definitely worked as a job. I mean, I just wasn't laughing because maybe because it's so hit home. It's so I guess, real. No, no, yeah. no. But th- maybe there are ways to, like, punchline it up more. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's my thought. I'm trying to just, like, work
3: out the concept right now. To distinguish
1: it from many, many, I mean, use, you know what I mean? So that's my hey. thought.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, cool. cool, cool. Let's see. We got
1: more people saying
2: things. Comments it's, it's hard to get about them, my appearance,
3: about other jokes.
2: Yeah, you've got your cute little lumberjack thing on. Hey, I want to actually say tonight that I, I have those posters up there on the stage because I put out 22 posters a day in three hours. It took so long. And I figured if like 10 of you took one poster, it would take you no time at all. And then I wouldn't have to spend an entire hour of my life putting posters up it's in true. parts of the city that I don't live in. It's so, it was so difficult. I was in Noe Valley today. <laughs> like one of my... But no, posters in Glen Park, fuck me. Uh, Thank you for taking one, Cole Chapman. Uh
3: If two of us took one
4: poster, it'd be ripped in such small bits, it'd be useless. Uh, That's true. These are
3: all great additions to my jokes, guys. Thank you very much. (laughs) This is just what I wanted.
2: What? Well, what else? What do you want, Cole Chapman? What do you want? No, what? I'm tell us sure. what you want. Tell us the five things that you want right now in real life. Be honest. What do you want? Five, top five, Cole Chapman.
3: Uh, someone to hold. Uh, someone to look me at in the eyes at night and tell me it's going to be okay. Um money I guess would also that'd be one <laughs> money would be number one fuck those other two things
2: if if you had the money it would be a much easier to get someone to look oh, yeah, you in the eyes late to, at
3: night it'd be like those Japanese cuddle hotels have you seen those those are great you just paid someone to like pretend you you matter <laughs> super dope that's what I want <laughs> oh my god we got one more minute guys <laughs> this is some staying nice up here I am trembling
2: some nice the news.
3: yeah George here we go
5: uh, I just want you to do the snowflake bit with, uh, with. Uh, oh, Zane's not here. I can't oh, do my two-man
3: oh, okay. white, yeah, white privilege bit. The snowflakes. It's a good but bit. We're working on it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the snowflake thing. <laughs>
4: Well, I got to say, I'm impressed because, you know, the new year and the new year's resolutions is uh, one of those tired old themes and to do a new variation on it that's, uh, you know, actually funny and interesting. I I thought it was
3: impressive. Oh, thank you very much. Well, you know, I'm trying to get in on this topical. (laughs) you know stuff now we're hitting February I feel like that maybe
1: the way time. to punchline it up is to talk about your new self as a murder victim like they're being stalked or something uh-huh. but you don't say what who the stalker uh, murderer is yeah. I don't know I'm just no, trying, trying you're already doing a all that okay I'm, I'm just trying to be helpful oh, no you're all all helping
3: out you're, you've been the most hated. helpful one <laughs> so far I think alright <laughs> All right. All right clap know.
2: wildly for Cole well, Chapman thanks, bullet like a champion Cole Chapman your next communion a champion of mutiny radio likes to hang out and drink here almost as much as I do put your hands together for George Davis Mike it's the XLRs here are just the entropy in this space is great it's uh,
5: (laughs) all right here we go I can hear now all right Hello, everybody here we go I want to do this joke again cuz I liked it last time all right uh, what do you get when you mix uh, Trump and a Holocaust remembrance the blonde ambition tour (sighs) or the immaculate collection right cuz he mentioned no Jews in a Holocaust remembrance tour and signed a fucking thing to make sure no No refugees could come in on the same day. That's like doing something and underlining the fuck out of it. This is ineffective, and we're gonna make sure you know that we did it. It's like wow, dark. It's it's pretty amazing to me. Anyways, that's why I guess I call it terror. Remember when we had terror levels? Remember we had like terror level red, terror level green? Never green. I didn't know it was fucking. We had to wait like all these years for terror level orange. Right, because they always brought it up. We got terror level orange. No, he just came in on the 20th. It's all good. It's fucking lovely. Anyway, I was watching Jaws 3D the other night, and uh, I was thinking, like, that shit got real personal for this shark, which is impossible because sharks don't do shit like that. And um, I was thinking, what the fuck's going on in the shark's brain in Jaws like 3D? Is he walking around like the thing, like going to Sea World, going like, where the fuck is Brady? Where the fuck is Brady? Who the fuck is Lou Gossett Jr.? How about this? This fucking guy. All right, first off, Brady killed my mother. All right. Then my father tried to get him like two years later, killed his ass, blew him up too. All right. So I've just jumped into SeaWorld and I'm looking for Brady's ass tonight. He's looking at the audience. He's looking everywhere but like where Brady is. And eventually, fucking Lou Gossett blows his ass up, too. And then there's, somehow there's four. Like, the cousin showed up. Like, hey, motherfucker. You killed my aunt, my uncle, my cousin. You know, like, come on, man. And he's looking for Brady still. It's like, calm down, folks. <laughs> I mean, calm down, shark. He's not a folks. All right. Yeah. Yeah, joke workshop. On OK. Oh, this is weird I don 't really don 't talk about this type of shit, but I thought it was kind of funny like they 've been making uh new pornos now that are like more like movie movies where like you can actually watch like you could pretend I guess if you were like fourteen and your mom walked in you 're like i 'm just watching a movie <laughs> but like but like what 's so weird is that they like they never fix the audio problems in that shit, so like when you hear it it 's like all the dialogues it 's like
6: <laughs> you know girl <laughs>
5: and then they're like oh my god your dick your dick's so thick you're like what the fuck like "Ah, ah." like all that volume is to a million but like all the dialogue is all fucked up so as soon as the fucking mailman gets his nut on it's right back to (laughs) fuck off anyway what else did i have okay uh see i'm almost out of time here all right fuck it i do my other dumb joke i always do i'll do two jokes do it. all right um i like watching jeopardy jeopardy's fun my favorite part is the intro the intro was where um the alex Trebek goes and talks to the contestants the contestants uh, always do this basically he goes um, hey uh jim i uh, hear you have a hobby jim goes uh, yes, yes, Alex, uh, I do. I, uh, I collect hubcaps. I have seven. All right, let's play Jeopardy. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks.
2: George Davis! It's Jeopardy jokes! All right, comments?
3: So I think for that porn dialogue thing, um, you could probably... Uh, stand to mention the premise of the low dialogue, low volume dialogue versus the other much higher dialogue. Introduce that a little f- earlier on so then when you do the act out of the <laughs> blah,
7: blah, 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 it like,
3: makes a little more sense. You <laughs> yeah, know? Sure. When you first started doing it, I was a little like... What are you oh. about? But if you clear it out. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Cole. What a helpful fellow. <laughs> <Come> on, <guys. laughs> he That's watches like, I I a lot of porn, comments. I've heard,
2: so he would know about the porn thing with the hiding it from your parents. I, I just thought that, that was relatable. Not, not to me. I enjoyed that whole. That was all new stuff. That all that weird porn stuff. I la- enjoyed it very much. Thank
5: you.
4: Was well, an old guy. I thought I had done dated movie references at uh, Jaws 3D. Not only but kind of minor film, and it it went past me. Uh, oh, as, it's uh, fine.
5: That's <laughs> cool. Thanks. My oh, fav-
4: I, f- I forgot to put the shit between two nice tasty slices. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, that's fine. <laughs> my favorite Jaws... That shit
5: sandwich the way.
2: My favorite Jaws was the one where they were at the San Diego SeaWorld. Cause
5: that's I, Jaws 3D. Is
2: that, that was the one that...
5: Why is killing <laughs> Lou that one is Jr. so
2: good.
4: <laughs> he, met, he mentioned SeaWorld. Yeah,
5: he's killing an officer and a gentleman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody, George. But if you're
8: looking, you might find some good you.
2: They loved it so much they had nothing to say. It was that awesome. You could tell by the laughter. Your next comedian, he's a new guy. We're excited. He's already been given comments. He looks exactly like his name. Put your hands together for Reverend Folk, the Folk.
4: Thank you. Good evening. When your real name is David Wright, you need a stage name real bad. And Reverend Watt de Falk is the worst and best I can do. It's more than just the stupid obvious pun. I like to think of it as a poetic summary of human nature. Reverend, Watt de Falk, and all points between, Well, I'm still a newbie to comedy. Well, that's obvious since I haven't yet given up the name Watt de Falk. But, uh, <laughs> I've been attending a whole bunch of different comedy venues from my hometown, Portland, up to Seattle and clear down to L.A. And I've, I've been learning a lot watching, uh, you know, the other comics and even the rare place where the audience is more than just comics waiting to go up and then leaving. But uh, most importantly, I've learned how quickly you can lose everyone's attention if you stray at all these days from one particular stuff. I said you can lose everyone's attention! Well, anyway... Um, uh, let me start with my strongest best joke that's distilled from what I've learned watching you real comics. This guy told me what an incredible dick he had. He could fuck and fuck and fuck all night because he was no pussy. And this gal I tried to get close to because I'd heard what amazing pussy she had. But she wouldn't fuck me. She called me a dick. So I told her to go get fucked. (laughs) Okay, now that I've won your hearts, so. You guys welcome poetry reading here, right? Um, the the, uh, title of my brand new poem, uh, um, oh. Oh, While Occasionally Rubbing My Ass. That subtitle, don't forget that's a cue, not a title. Oh, I forgot, cuz, anyway. Zero. Are we there yet? Well, what's that question mean, really, when we're always here before, during, and after getting there? Five recently heard questions of increasing urgency, all answered with the same entirely accurate yet evidently annoying phil- philosophical nuance. One, you call this a poem? Well, isn't that just like asking are we there yet, since others' opinions of poetic merit are of less value than my ongoing creative journey as an artist? Two, what are you, some kind of smartass? Well, Aren't we all, some of each, smart and asses and kind, more or less? Three. You high on something? Well, I have memories of taking things sometimes to get a fresh take on things. Sometimes I get off on the memory, trusting when I come down off it, I'll get up on top of it all again. So again, no and yes. Four. You know you're really full of shit, right? Well. I suppose some is always retained in the defecation process, and aren't, isn't all self-regard more or less distorted, mine just like yours? Five. How would you like a kick in the ass? Well, again, I suppose I'd come to value a kick in the ass as a powerful reminder there's thinking what you're saying, and there's thinking what you're saying. No, this poem isn't providing the catharsis or release I was hoping for.
2: You still have time, you still have, a, that. So that's a minute light. The horn is a minute. Oh, okay. You still have a minute. Well, that's my prepared bit. bit oh, okay. Yay, Reverend what, yeah. Yay. <laughs> Reverend, what the fuck? Yay, Reverend, what the fuck? Comments for our special and unusual guest of other <laughs> comedic. No, I mean, he was doing something completely different than the rest of us do, so we might well, have yeah. comments on that.
4: I take it to poetry workshops, and they say, "Well, that's more like stand-up than poetry." I take it to comic workshops; they say,
2: "That's more like poetry than stand-up." You live in a new. Wo- you're creating your own new world. Yes, yes. It's a okay. brave new world created by your eyebrows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do we? What, I mean, what, did you feel like he was a character? Like what? I mean, you can, and you can lead this discussion as well. If you have questions for us, you can lead the discussion and say, hey, did you like this part or what? I mean, I got the whole thing. You were doing all the parts of a poem like that the guy who does the 13 parts of a blackbird or whatever. Who's yeah. The, what, well, Wallace, Wallace Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. Yay. So I got that you were doing the Wallace Stevens thing, but that's because I have an MFA in poetry. I, so that's I, the only reason. I, it, I had
4: that, not like, thought I of Wallace Stevens. Oh, okay.
2: Because <laughs> when you started doing like the, the different numbers, I'm like, oh, he's doing Wallace Stevens, the 13 points of a blackbird. But that's just because I have an MFA in poetry. So oh, okay. you
4: know. Well, I've done this since <laughs> I have a bunch of different routines and I've still been hoping for uh, screams and moans when I ask a bunch of comics, you, you welcome poetry reading here, right? Because <laughs> I've seen sometimes, uh, you know, if we find out you're a poet, you're 86. You know, that, uh, oh,
2: but, except that comedians can totally uh, Bogart poetry open mics and pretend that they're poets for a second.
4: Oh, yeah. It's you know, really fun to, <laughs> you,
2: to fly in on that one.
4: Yeah. Uh, How about the, uh, the bit of, you know, you can lose everyone's attention. I wasn't sure. It's, uh, it's about breaking character.
6: Um,
2: it, is your, what, was there actual stuff Written on your handkerchief Or is that like Your nose blower Like is that a
4: No It's, it's scribbles Oh okay I, I, was, didn't, I didn't know It was an added thing Literally you know, pulling it Out of my backside I was hoping it would be Visibly brown Yeah well I just was, just was wondering Whether I thought it. That
2: it was some sort of Like uh, artisanal um, Nose Or kerchief Or whatever Handkerchief uh, <laughs> Like I thought <laughs> I didn't know what It was all about uh, maybe yay. I can lose it. it no 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 I mean what, so, but it has notes on it oh no it doesn't have anything on it it's not even purposeful cause it, I guess so it looks like you have jokes on there but you don't
4: no well it's just playing up the ass theme I, literally oh, pulling it out of my ass you
2: that's know, it's that, only that, purpose people okay. notice it's okay. brown
4: okay. that okay. helps yeah.
2: yeah
4: hey that was like uh, Mark Twain meets George Carlin I fucking loved it that was, that was <laughs> great wow oh thank you like, like, like most comics I think George Carlin is my big hero I mean, I mean, he did the impossible, got people thinking about the social ills and having a good time doing it. Yeah. No, that's, that's the touchstone. Yeah. Not, I mean, it from afar.
2: Huzzah. Any more comments? All right, everybody, clap Evidently your hands wildly. I stunned
4: you all. all right, thank you.
2: Reverend Wanda Falk, yes! <laughs> yeah, Oh, yeah. Moving right along here on the Joke Workshop. We have a lot of people, so the more we can fit in, the better it is. Your next comedian, super funny guy all the way from down south. Uh, I am wearing a shirt tonight. People haven't seen it, but it says uh, Bible Belt Warmonger. It's a new shirt that I'm wearing today. You're going to love your next comedian. Clap your hands wildly for Matthew Banks.
7: Matthew Banks. <laughs> right, what's going on, guys? Cool. Cool. So, yeah, my my friend tried to set me up on a blind date the other night, and she showed me a picture or whatever, and I was like, oh, no, thank you. I was like, look, I know I'm not the greatest, but come on. And she's like, guys are the worst. They're so superficial. Like, all they care about is looks. She's like, women just care about personality. I was like, well, that's just as superficial. I was like, how dare you fuck a guy for his personality? My God. That's ridiculous. That's what's wrong with this world today. You know? My buddy had a child recently. And uh, I'm trying to care, but I just don't. And... uh, He, like, sends me all these pictures and shit. He's like, look, man, Charlie just took his first step today. I'm like, dude, I've been walking for 30 years. (laughs) Like, what do you want me to do, get him a Fitbit? (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ, that breast milk's going to your thighs. Oh, I don't know. So I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I've been sober for 10 years now. And uh, it's weird because, like, Alcohol kind of treats alcoholics a little bit differently than the normal person. Like, when I drink, like, I have a fucking spiritual experience. I remember the first time I, like, got loaded, I was like, this is going to be a long, hellacious road, but it's totally going to be worth it. <laughs> and I was, I was totally right. Like, the worst is, like, I had, like, no excuse to drink. Like, but I drank like I was like grew up in a foster home next to my real parents' house or something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Um... So I'm from Do Missis- you got that one? <laughs> so I'm from Mississippi, and uh, I just got back from the holiday, and like, I didn't realize like how much like racism like comforts me, I mean, <laughs> it's pathetic, man, it's terrible, I mean, I'm not for racism, I think racism is fucking horrible, but I mean, you can't help but like you know, puts you to sleep, you know? I I was getting off the plane and there was a black and white couple and they had this beautiful little baby and this white one walks by and she's like, oh, look, honey, it's a half and half. And I was like, you fucking racist. I said, but I felt relaxed. I don't know what it was about it, you know? Like, all I'm saying is, like, that if Hitler were to, like, sing me a lullaby, like, I'd be very fucking conflicted, but I'd probably go to sleep. I don't know. That's hard to get across. Uh it's funny that I grew up down south you know and like um, lots of things that like you think like, like I didn't even consider racist until I left the south like I just you know it's so ingrained in you, you know like you don't date outside of your race and I was like oh my god there's so many more opportunities for me to get rejected and uh, but my last girlfriend was Ty she was like unbelievably beautiful She's very sweet but she had like trouble like pronouncing certain things like I love your giant cock uh, <laughs> that sort of thing that's brand new uh so I was partially molested as a child, like I never came uh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> is that one minute? yeah um yeah, that's all I got for tonight guys thanks <laughs>
2: there fire. partially molested he never came. that is a motherfucking keeper. Yeah all
9: right yeah that was that was fantastic i'm over here (laughs) um i feel like one with the racism feels like home joke uh, i feel like one of your examples when she says that and you're like you fucking racist you should tie that back to how it makes you feel like home so like you wanted to get mad but it sounded like home compared to like i don't know a christmas song or something like that just another opportunity to tie that back so that you can make that point more clear
4: <laughs> yeah kind of building off that um it might just be my opinion but i thought maybe lead off with you know the racism being comfortable with the growing up in the family environment and it feels like coming home or something is so that we have a little more connection so, wait a minute what, what why is he talking about racism like positive I, w- I was kind of at a loss for it for a little bit okay.
2: You had great energy tonight. It was much different. You usually take a lot more time with your jokes and you're just rushing through them. But I feel like, not that you were rushing through them. I actually liked this sort of like, it was like Matthew Banks sort of like on meth a little bit. Not on meth. Meth is the wrong drug. But you were like, you had more energy than I've ever seen you with. Like you were just really rocking with your stuff. Maybe because you've done it and you know it better and it just seems more natural. But it like felt like you were really, I I enjoyed your faster clip tonight. Good energy. Good energy. Loved it. Same jokes. Well, for me, only because I've seen them. But, but I enjoyed them more because you had more of like, there was, there was like this excitement behind them. And I think it was because of the speed. Yeah. also gum this is I just saw you yeah, chewing gum you're not it's like it's like one, stage 101 never chew gum on stage as just like an actor in general but I don't mean to school you on that or whatever you chew gum if you want but then usually if you're gonna eat something on stage you wanna make it a bit so if it's not adding it's distracting but I only noticed now I didn't notice until now that you're chewing gum All right. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Beggs don't you come in class your next, comedian. you can chew gum anytime you want. I'm just jealous because I can't chew gum because I have terrible teeth. Uh, your next comedian, she's a nice lady. Is she here? Is Ginny here? Is Ginny? Ginny's not here. Uh, your next comedian, hey, he, I, uh, I've seen him in the past. I'm excited that he's here, and it's like one of his first times I think here at the joke workshop itself. Clap your hands wildly for David Burroughs
10: Um, I'm totally aware that I, I look exactly like Arsenio Hall, had sex with the actor who played Urkel, I, I, that is me, so so I was, I was nervous, I was very nervous because I've never been to San Francisco before and all my friends are like, Dave, when you get there it's very crowded, watch out, it's very easy for somebody to get robbed, keep your eyes open. So I did come out here, unfortunately they were right. I must rob like six people on the way, on the bridge. That's, yeah, I'm at a, I'm at a bad point in my life. Like I've been, I've been searching for midgets ever since I came to California. Like it's weird because you don't see them too much anymore. I think they're almost like extinct. Like there's almost two ways you could become a midget in my mind. You either gotta be born a midget or you gotta get like bit by one. Like that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the only way that it happens. We, the reason why I feel like I can do comedy is because I think differently than everyone else. Like most comics, we're unique in a way that when I'm at the gym, I'm at Planet Fitness, and I'm exercising, I see the guy come in, he's the janitor, he's got the backpack, the hose, the vacuum, he's cleaning. The woman next to me says, that's cool, he's keeping the gyms clean for us. He's sanitary, you know? That's what she thinks, but I think when I see him with the backpack and the hose, I ain't afraid of no ghosts, because he... Never mind, you guys will get it later. So they tell you in comedy that you should bring a support group when you first start. You should bring your family, bring your friends, bring everybody that will laugh at you, even if you're not funny. Um, I just usually bring my next door neighbor, Butch. What's special about him is he doesn't have a top lip, so even if he isn't laughing, it always looks like he's smiling. That will not go in the notes, that's for sure. But there was one thing that i was working on because i'm at a point in my life where i feel like i am getting older but it's hard to talk about getting older because i've looked the same for the last 10 years right so i'll be hanging out with guys that's in their 20s and all the signs are there so when they're like shot shot shots i'm like water water ibuprofen almond milk <laughs> Because you got to stay hydrated at my age. It's a weird age. Like all the things that made me sexy in my 20s just make me creepy in my 30s. Uh, I'll meet a woman and she'll be like, oh, you've never been married. That's cool. Take my number. Oh, you don't have any kids. That's cool. You waited. Take my number. You're 38 and you don't have any kids. What are you, like a pedophile? Or why can't you go next to, Wasn't expecting what, but that's a response. So I'll take it. But getting older, like I said, I had to go do this thing called, an- why do I need to pee in a cup? I don't do drugs. I'm a clean guy. He says, we need you to pee in this cup because diabetes runs in your family. We want to make sure that you're not diabetic. 37-year-old Dave, that scares me. I could lose a toe. My balance is already off as it is, right? But I think back to when I was five, if you told me I had the power to pee sugar, <laughs> Do you know how many friends I could have made in school? <laughs> Kool-Aid sour, that's okay. Just one unzipping my zip. That's right. So, yeah, um, speaking about my pee, uh, a friend of mine asked me because he heard me tell the joke that, you know, my pee is clean, I'm clean. He says, dude, this is a true story. He's like, do you still have clean pee? I'm like, yeah, I do. Why? He's like, well, can I come down and get it? Nobody's going to say I'm a bad friend. So, sure, come down, come get my pee. Guy comes to my job with Tupperware. <laughs> True story, I give him the pee, and after I give him the pee, he says, how much do you want for it? I've never had to put a price on my pee before, but it got me to thinking. So now when you go to my website, uh, we still have all the normal tabs, about me section, see where I'm gonna perform, and a new tab, buy my pee. We accept all major credit cards and PayPal. My name is David Burrows, that's my time. <laughs>
2: David Burroughs takes P-Pal, everyone. Yeah, comments for our new friend. And his. We, he got a little cold reception to some of his little people jokes. I don't know how, why we're all on the side of the... We're like, circus people, we've got their back. I don't know what's going on with that part. But uh, look, there's all of you and there are microphones and you can talk into them. Joey Avery.
9: Yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I, I really liked the peeing sugar bit. I thought that was hilarious. Um one thing, I don't know if this joke usually gets a different response, but using pedophile as an example, while accurate in this case, I can come off as abrasive to certain crowds. So there probably are more playful things you could use. Like you could say a nun or a eunuch or you know, there's a variety of things that you could you could play around with. Um, <laughs> excluding children. Um, <laughs> all right, that's all I got. <laughs>
6: <That
2: was crazy. laughs> hey! All right, your next comedian, which is giving great comments as he always does, clap your hands wildly, everybody, and enjoy the set of Joey Avery. <laughs>
9: All right, what's up? Fuck yeah, thank you. I like that. How are you guys doing tonight? I know you're comedians. You like crowd-based reaction startings. Um, all right, I'm. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to improve myself. I think, like everyone else, there's a lot going on in the world. I'm trying to focus on me. One thing I'm trying to do uh, to improve myself is read more which I think is good it's an important thing it's a a never ending struggle I like reading but I've realized now that sometimes it makes me very angry Uh, it upsets me I was reading I was reading Aristotle the other day and I started getting into it and I was like he's making some good points and I was like he's making some great points and finally, I was like, fuck this, dude. Living 2,000 years ago thinks he's smarter than me? All right, this is bullshit. I hate getting outsmarted by people who lived in the past. And I was like, fuck you, Aristotle. You think you're better than me? Just wearing a bedsheet. All right, I'm an American, okay? I've flown in an airplane. I've crossed oceans in a steel bird. All right I have taken Molly and gotten my back scratched, okay? I have had amazing experiences. You're not better than me, all right I don't like it. it. makes me uncomfortable. I get defensive i um I think I have a problem with reality like i don't I don't really like talking to scientists either um I hate when they they bring up facts and say things like Uh, like, oh, your body's made up of atoms, which are mostly empty space. So your body is mostly empty space. I'm like, maybe yours is, bro. (laughs) Not mine. All right. I've been lifting weights since I was 13. I'm fucking dense. All right. You get out of my face with that shit. Don't bring that up in here. I don't like it. All right. Fuck science. Fuck the truth is what I've realized, which is why I'm super in love with our current political climate. <laughs> because people have just done away with it. All right. Fuck the truth. I'm over it. I've had enough of it. Honestly, it's never done anything for me. Every time I look at the truth, it's telling me shit like, oh, you and all your friends are going to die. Ugh. I don't like that, all right? I'm not into that at all, okay? I'm gonna live with a six-pack and a boner until the fucking sun explodes, all right? I will not listen to the truth. I am a good person. I work hard. I'm not gonna age, all right? That's bullshit. You see any wrinkles here? No, none, because I call my mom and I give homeless people dollars or I look them in the eye when I say no, all right? Those are the two... Most important things: acknowledge their humanity, but no, not today. I only have fives. All right, it's not going to happen. I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the truth. Uh, I've earned all my good advantages. Um, all right, that's the end of that. Uh, what else is going on? I, uh, I am, I am worried though. It's a weird, it's a weird time. I feel like the globe has just shaken up a lot. I feel like people feel unsafe. Um, I have that feeling for a couple reasons, uh, but mostly I just know that I would do shit in a war. Uh, no, I'm built for the good times. Like, I like joints and mojitos. Like, I'm not going to fight a Russian dude, okay? They're strong. They like cold weather. They would beat the shit out of me, all right? The shit isn't going to work. Um, I don't have any more new jokes. That's it for me. Thank you. <laughs>
2: It's, we're going to see a fight. It's going to be like a claymation fight between Joey Avery and a huge Russian or something.
9: (laughs) Yeah, that would suck (laughs) for me.
11: All right, comments for Joey Avery, yay. Looking them in the eye, the homeless, that is the best joke I've heard all night. Thank
12: you. (laughs) I think that... um like, when you're talking about Russian, like fighting a Russian guy, if you like, went into more detail, like make up like, a fake scenario. Like, yeah. like, say if a Russian guy was like rushing me, I'd like throw weed at it or something. Right, you know, right, right, was, right. Like, Some extra scenario, I feel like right. you can build off that for sure. Because I feel like there's a lot of people in that exact same situation that, like, if a war was to break out right now, most yeah. of us wouldn't do shit. We'd be fucked. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, on that, when you mentioned the Russian, I flashed on, uh, did, did you watch The Sopranos? Actually, no. Oh, okay, well, the, there's this uh, Russian soldier who's got, you know, uh, at, put a hit out on the, from the Russian mafia, put it on the mafia guys. Uh-huh. and He has this one line says, I wash my balls with ice water. A suggestion. <laughs> to...
9: I haven't even washed my balls this week. <laughs> I'm kidding, radio audience. I like your Aristotle
13: joke. I just think it's funny that you're mad at someone who doesn't exist anymore. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I don't know. It's like some, you maybe see someone later and you're like, Joey, what's? Why are you so upset? And just pissed off, man. <laughs> Fucking who Aristotle.
14: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like my friend pissed me off, man. <laughs>
13: I
9: like that. I like that
14: with that like you could build it as if you're like I'm pissed off at you know this guy who thinks he knows everything and people just assume you're talking about Trump and then you just come out with like right. Aristotle it's, it's Aristotle. <laughs> that's,
9: that's Aristotle did have some fucked up views on women as well yeah. Yeah. if yeah huh. and cool hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright thanks for the comments you guys appreciate it <laughs>
2: everyone because he's so fucking funny yay all right we're gonna keep going on here at the joke workshop uh, feel free if you need pens. I have some back here if you like to take notes uh, to tell people specific things about their jokes. And if you're on stage, you can always lead the discussion and say, Hey, what did you think about this? And you can, you know, you can use your time wisely. And especially your next comedian, you guys are going to love her. Everybody put your hands together for Rahul Pandya. <laughs> it's a he. <laughs>
15: I mean, I don't see gender, but like whatever.
6: <laughs>
15: um, weather was pretty bad uh, a week or two ago, and I realized like uh, when I want to know what the weather is, I'll look at my phone before I look out the window. But I think a little, I put a little bit too much trust in my phone, because like one day I checked my phone and it said it was raining, and I looked out the window and it wasn't raining, and I was like, man, must be something wrong with the sky. Like, Google's <laughs> Google's never lied to me before. Um, Joey doesn't like homeless people. Uh, I walk past this homeless guy. <laughs> I walk past this homeless guy every day, and I feel bad, right? It's a bummer that he's in this situation. And one day I was like, you know what, let me just give him something, I had 10 bucks in my pocket. And uh, this girl I was with was like, no, don't give him money. He's just gonna spend it on drugs and alcohol. And I was like, what did you think I was gonna spend the money on? Like, why are you being so judgmental? Like, this is $10. What do you want him to do? Put it in a mutual fund or something? Like, he's homeless. This money is not gonna get him a house. It's not gonna get him a car. It can't even get him a blanket. He can maybe get a burrito or have a couple drinks. And I'm not mad at him using the money for the latter option. Because we passed by him for like three months now. And if we assume he has $0 during that time, now he has $10, he just hit the jackpot. This is a celebration. Drugs and alcohol seem like an appropriate purchase for such an occasion. She was like, no if he spends it on drugs and alcohol he's gonna drive himself further down the spiral he's already in and it's like yeah but like not giving him any money is not gonna do the opposite of that right like it's not that the cure for his addiction was a insufficient funds you know um we all love the marvel movies right they're great i was watching the latest captain america movie on netflix And uh, I really enjoy them, they're all fun, and funny, and enjoyable, and like the fight scenes in this one especially are so cool. It made me feel like I was eight years old again, honestly. To the point where I'm shocked that an adult made this movie. The only way I think that's possible is like I imagine a grown man walking into a room full of Disney executives to pitch the movie, holding a bunch of action figures, and be like, all right, imagine we had Captain America, and we also had Iron Man, and Captain America was like, (laughs) and then he was like, Iron Man was like, no, and that goes on for like five minutes, and then other people start joining in, like, yeah, imagine if Spider Man was like. And then Scarlett Johansson makes out with this dude like. Mm-mm-mm. And then all the women in the room are just like, what the fuck is going on? And the head of Disney is like, wow, that's awesome. Here's $400 million. Go going to make us a movie. That was the end of that joke. I'm sorry. That was that was weird. Um, You know, I was thinking about why I don't really do drugs like that. And I think... It goes back to this one dare assembly I had in the seventh grade. Because this wasn't just standard dare assembly. This was like a big budget, high production value. They had this giant projection screen. They had stacked giant speakers on top, of, on top of speakers. And they showed us this video. And in the video, it was a teenage couple. They were driving. Pull over to the side of the road. Uh, it's snowing. And they decided to do drugs in the car. Uh, what drugs they don't really specify why in the car again they don't really specify and then the girl dies and then the snow really starts coming down and the guy starts crying because he can't drive to a hospital and then the video cuts to black and then a lincoln park song started playing and it was such a like an overwhelming rush of emotion in that like five minutes that like that's when i decided i don't really want to do drugs like that anymore but in retrospect like what were they thinking when they made that video like hey kids hate dying but they do love Linkin Park, so let's send them this conflicting message, and hopefully they'll make the right decision in the future. Right? All right, that's it. Thank you.
2: Raúl Bandía, it's time for comments. That was a great set. That was really really funny. I uh, I think you have great presence on stage, and you're very funny. You seem very professional. You're from where are you from?
15: Uh, now I live in Oakland.
2: Oh, okay. Where do you did but you did comedy before you came here? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty clear. Uh, all right, what are the comments? Comments, comments, comments from the people out there. That's your job to give the comments. That's why you're here to pay attention to the comedians. Did you just love it so much that you just have nothing to say? Then you should Captain crap.
15: America one? Yeah or no? Just no. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I okay. The, like, uh Okay. That was the sound effects
2: one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They like the sound effects.
15: All right, cool. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Hey, Raul Pandya, uh, everyone loved you. They have nothing to say. Um, but seriously, guys, if you, I mean, if you need pens, I have pens, and there's paper if you want to take notes uh, and um, listen to your comedians and help them out because if you don't help them out, then it might not help you, out. and then you're like, what are we here for? Your next comedian is uh, I, he looks like he was. I don't know what you look like. You were helping out lots of people in some sort of bank where you were stealing people's money. You look—you look like this weird undercover, like if 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 in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the rat, um, the Mister Rat guy who was the guy in charge, he wore a suit. He'd look like your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody! It's Zach Wiseman. Hello, I'm Mister
16: Rat Guy. Hey. It's, uh, it's my Christian name, my parents gave it to me. Hello woke jerk shop, how are you this evening? Um, I am very excited to have Trump as a president. Because I am a nihilist. And this shit is hilarious. Like, uh, I understand people get mad, but they're only mad because they're like, invested in it personally, you know what I mean? Like, if you could watch Earth on TV, you'd be like, they elected who? Yo, this next season's gonna be hilarious, because it's gonna be hilarious. This is a guy, uh, at one point, he started his own brand of Trump steaks. He started a steak brand. He had a brand of steaks that he sold exclusively through the Sharper Image catalog. How is he a bad businessman? Someone explain that to me. That's genius. You got fat nerds flipping through stereos and shit, and the only food product in there is steaks from Trump. They're buying that. I'm excited. Like, okay, if Trump uh, repeals Obamacare like he claims he's going to, I will get to live my entire life, uh, past, present, and future, Without ever having touched Obamacare, ha <laughs> ha you know, nobody fucking health care's me. I don't need your two term health care it's bullshit, you know, not my universe if okay if if Trump uh repealed everything that Obama did right, he just took it all back, just reset it, then Obama would just become like an urban legend, you know what I mean we're like, yeah, hear we had a black president once. You could go to the hospital whenever you pleased. He just walked around handed out cell phones. If you say his name in the media 3 times, you qualify for welfare. That's fucking funny. Oh man. That's ridiculous. It's uh It's a great time to be a nihilist, I got to say. I uh Forgot everything I was doing. I hate my dumb brain. So, ha- fucking God damn it. A wolf. a Coyote. Um, God damn it. I don't want to do some fucking jokes I know. I want to do the jokes that I can't think of. (laughs) (laughs) That is a joke. Um. Hold on, I'm going to get it. So what kind of yogurt did they put on those pretzels anyway? I've never seen that stuff anywhere before. I don't think that's yogurt. I think that's frosting. I think they're okay.
2: <laughs> Zach Wiseman, he's a wolf. Uh,
17: I think. Uh, I think you should
11: talk uh, next time. <laughs> <laughs> As an older comic, I know exactly what you're going through. (laughs) 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 I loved your Borscht Belt Um, accent and those jokes about the Obama administration. That was a really great riff.
13: Yeah, like the America, like next season of America. I think you should just do more like America as a TV show. Like, yeah, next season on America. See what happens when, and then some random situation that, like a teaser, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it be funny. I like
2: When other people don't get comments, that means there's time for other people to get potentially more comments. Moving on on the Joke Workshop, your next comedian. A funny, sad sack of shit. Put your hands together for John Gallagher!
17: You my sack of shit. Uh guys, hey. Um, so I just got a I got a new job in South San Francisco recently, and uh, it's a weird job. There's like a, a lot of tension uh, in the air when I started it, uh, and I didn't know why until I'm like sitting there working, and then one of my coworkers like comes up to me, and the only way I can like describe how he approached me was like a lot like like when the town crier's about to tell the village that the well's been poisoned. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. So he like ambles up to me. He's like, hey. I don't know if they told you about the guy you're replacing, but he just got convicted of murdering his entire family. All right, see you later. And then just like walks away. <laughs> Cause I don't know how else you follow that up. And like my my immediate reaction was just, ah, oh, great. Now I have to outwork a murderer. <laughs> this, this is a temp job, man. This sucks. <laughs> Not just, like, not just like a single murder, he murdered an entire family. I mean, like, that's the amount of strategic planning and utilization to go and kill four people. I'm assuming, like, the amount of planning, it's just so much work. Like, getting them all in the same room, murdering mom first, you know, out of the side of the kids because you want to be a gentleman. Then you want to go and strangle the kids gently. And then you have to go get garbage bags, chop up the bodies, put the body parts in garbage bags, realizing you don't have enough garbage bags. You got to go and drive in your Subaru Outback to get more garbage bags. he load the bodies up into the back of that Subaru Outback and he just dump those bodies in the dog park, you know? He's like, you're not a good murderer, you know? He's <laughs> like the temp job of murderers, but it is like anaerobic and aerobic exercise. It's like the CrossFit of murder. That's a lot of work. I don't know i uh i was thinking way too much about murder uh and like the thing is so one of the things i like about it is the fact that like murder you only get really penalized for it if it's on purpose <laughs> like every it's like if it's on accident it's pretty okay which is like because most people understand that reasonable like murder is very reasonable it solves a ton of problems right it solves like a shit ton of problems if it happens by accident it's like eh, it traffic's a little lighter today thanks for not doing that on purpose <laughs> that's great if you kill more, pe- if you kill a person like this in front of you, you just solved a great problem, right? If they're slowing you down, you remove them, and you're you're, you're on your way. It's great. I
18: don't
17: know. <laughs> it should be funnier, but it's not. Uh, uh, I was thinking about my dad. Uh, he got, got a call from my dad the other day. I was thinking about how I'd be a better parent than him, and I know I would be a better dad than him. Like for one reason, I already have one strategy which is, I don't know if you guys had these friends where when you're growing up, a lot of your friends talk about if they got caught with like cigarettes or alcohol, what your parents would do is they'd make them like smoke the entire pack of cigarettes or drink the entire thing of alcohol. Like, yeah, and it's like where do you learn that their parents did that? It's like when they're fucking fucked up in a bar. They're like blackout drunk because they're fucking alcoholics, you know? It's not a good solution. Like, here's what I do, right? If I ever catch my kid drinking, what I do is I'll take that beer from him and find the rest of it, and then I'll drink all of it every day for 40 years and then when I'm on my deathbed dying of like cirrhosis like I'll just you know pull them in nice and close with my final words just be like this was all your fault and then die yeah I'm a great dad (laughs) a lot of long lasting impressions uh, that was a, that was supposed to be a wink. But I wink like this. Oh, my mouth open. Like I'm simultaneously rejecting a dick up here and then receiving one down here. I'm not sure why I do that. Um, I think that's yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Thank you.
2: John Gallagher, everyone. It's time for comments
14: here on the Joke Workshop. I think you could build up the murder thing like, oh, when you heard he was a murderer. You're like, oh, I'm going to do so much better than this guy. And then... But then I thought about like, he's a murderer. Like, oh. And then go into the whole thing. Oh, sure. Um, and then also, like, you thinking about murder that much is kind of funny. Like, I yeah. think pausing to do that, like, where you're like, how would I do it? And then you have this elaborate plan. Like, okay. I don't know. That's, that's fair. Thank
5: you.
4: Yeah, just this morning, I heard the uh, podcast that uh, you did. When, when was it on, uh, on last, last Friday? Oh, okay, uh, and, yeah. Uh, I, I'm still mystified why you uh, mentioned the car that I used to drive, the Subaru Outback. Oh was, yeah, with <laughs> the guy who murdered his family. I'll try not to take umbrage. Up. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> no,
17: I know. I, I, I drove a Subaru Outback too. So oh, was, that's why. Okay, yeah, exactly. That,
4: okay, you put my mind at risk. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, the uh, I'm I can be such a literalist nerd. I didn't find the uh, you know the manslaughter. Char- you know, charges right, reduced yeah. being a you know a harmless crime. Uh, I just felt it wasn't going anywhere. For uh, sure. why well, how are you you know making something funny out of I, uh, okay. I don't know, but that's just me. Well, that's fair. All right. All right, thanks guys. John
2: Gallagher everyone yes hey guys sorry if I'm not paying attention to you that's why you should pay attention to each other because we're training yay we're training we have like 12 new shows at the station yay Uh, so you have to pay attention to each other because I can't be a good I can't I can't pay attention to you tonight I apologize uh, your next comedian, she's a funny lady. Uh, I was on a show with her like a year ago when she was dressed as a princess and she's a darling human being and not just a princess, and I didn't even know why I brought that up because I feel like a misogynist. Put your <laughs> hands together for Trishna Segal! <laughs> what
14: does that mean? I don't know. I forgot about that. Princess. Yeah, it was, a, it was a failed Halloween show where I thought being Cinderella would be funny because I'm brown, but it didn't really work. Um, <laughs> uh, so I just came back from India. Uh, it was a great trip. Uh, I spent every day on the toilet wishing I had stronger, mi- stronger microbacteria. I, I did something this trip that made me really happy. I, uh, I bought an outfit off the rack and it fit. Uh, And this is an epic like win for me because growing up when I'd go to India that couldn't happen I would go there and all the clothes were too small and then my aunts would tell my mom like what do you feed her in America? Because I'm tall and like a little bit bigger than most of the Indian women, but uh, but now uh, We met in the middle because they have McDonald's and KFC (laughs) Things have improved Um, I I used to take uh, Indian dance class, uh, but I started when I was 20, so I got placed in a class with nine-year-olds, so it was just me this tall dancing with a bunch of little Indian girls that were down here. Uh, The other parents used to look at me and be like, what's wrong with that kid? Is it her thyroid? And uh, I used to pay for these classes out of my own money because I was an adult at that point. Uh, but then I would get annoyed when they throw tantrums. I'd, be- I'd have to yell at them, like, Bumika, get it together. <laughs> uh, but the best was when it was time to leave uh, because Indian parents are always late. Uh, but I was 20, so I could drive sadly, like, peace out, bitches. <laughs> uh, I. In addition to Indian classical dance, I've also taken a strip dancing class. Uh, Yeah, it was for a bachelorette party. Um, The way that party went down was there was a group of us Indian chicks and there was a group of black women. Now they were prepared, like they came with leather pants, stiletto heel, they were smoking hot. Uh, We came in gym clothes. I don't know why we were expecting to get a workout. (laughs) You know how hard it is to do that sexy dance and like sneakers or flip-flops, which is what I was wearing. Just hear this phantom sound. Uh, But it's okay, like the teacher was kind of mad at us. She kept telling us, hey, this would have been easier if you guys wore heels. Uh, (laughs) But it was a new experience, we didn't mind. Um, It was the first time the Indian chicks didn't do well in class. Okay. but I tried I tried to take these moves home uh, to my husband. I was like, all right, I learned some things. But the problem is, like, I can't keep the sexy thing for too long because uh, I like to be silly, and I'm also a dancer. Uh, so I kind of start with that, like, yeah, I got you. And then I'm like, step, ball, change. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all my new shit. Thank you, guys.
10: Broken <laughs> <Drug and> Stereo. Stereo,
2: <laughs> everyone. And hey, those microphones are out there just for you. La, 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 CC. Trishna, whoa.
11: I love it when you do act outs. And having taken a dance lesson with you,
1: I know how oh, stunning great. you are. So, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> thank
11: you. But that step ball change uh, punchline is great. That's a good way to finish the set.
1: Okay, thanks.
19: Yeah, I, I feel like you could get a lot more out of the strip class bit. Um, okay. I, think, I think it's really funny.
14: Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks everyone.
2: Ago! Hey everybody, don't forget, don't forget to take a poster. If you have a place to put posters, it'd be helpful to put a poster somewhere. A poster. Take a poster. Only because I it took me three hours a day to try to up 22 posters and I just it's so hard to do by yourself so if everybody can take a poster if you have a coffee shop don't take it to the coffee shop yet. Yeah. or oh my god if anybody does laundry at a laundromat those are the best places to put them because like there's these things at laundromats all right your next comedian I'm so excited that he's here uh he hasn't been here in a long time and you guys are gonna love his jokes clap wildly for Red Scott <laughs>
19: All right, I got jokes on cards. I'm gonna read jokes off cards. My memory's trash. Uh, This is why I don't write new jokes. Um, It's not good. Uh, I have started working out recently. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, And that is an awful experience. I don't recommend it, frankly. I've only ever worked out for most four weeks in a row and no good has ever come of it no good ever. Like, I'm always, like, I walked out of my first class, and I hadn't worked out this millennia, and I took a step down from a curb, and my legs gave out. I collapsed like a marionette. I literally fell just, like, into a pile on the floor, and people were like, oh, good leg day? No. Worst leg day. Worst day my legs have had on record. This is going absolutely awfully. I do think Going to the gym makes me feel better because I have to shower at that point. Like that's, I feel like that's the only reason that working out makes you feel better as a human being. You're like, well, I I really have to shower now, and just showering always kills it. But I understand, like, when you're sad, you're depressed, you don't want to get up, but if you get all the way to the gym, you'll probably make it to the shower. I live on Folsom Street, actually Folsom Street, and. Uh, So I've had Folsom Street Fair, like, around me all the time. And, like, because I feel like that fair answers the questions, like, uh, like, (laughs) the person who goes there is somebody who wants 5,000 people to see their dick, but doesn't want to work out for it. (laughs) Awful. I got married uh, a while back, and the worst part about that is everyone thinks it's okay to ask if you're gonna have kids. Somehow, we as a society have decided that once you're married, it's like totally open season on asking people if they wanna have kids. And, bonus, being real judgmental when you say no. (laughs) I, like, yeah, I don't, the only time it's okay for you to ask if I wanna have kids is if you are currently pregnant with my child. That's the first time that it's like, all right, you can open this conversation. Like, we can talk about this now any other situation it's not okay that's how I feel about it um yeah yeah that's no that's the joke I just did and like do I want to and the thing is like do I want to have kids um no like not now like I don't want to be a parent in 2017 I want to be a parent in like 1954. (laughs) yeah where you like you had like nine kids because you knew you needed backups and then like instead of parenting You just like assume you'd lose a couple, you know, you just like push out volume and hope for the best. Uh, I think it's real fun when kids die. I feel like a lot of audiences don't go with me on that. But I feel like infant mortality is just a wonderful thing. I don't know. This is me being bitter that that joke is never going to work. It's like, yeah, you basically raise them, you you show them how to like start a fire and throw a punch. And that's all you need. You let them out of the house in the morning, you give them food, you let them come back in at the end of the day, you count. As long as you're plus or minus two, you're a good parent. I don't want to be a modern parent. I want kids and my lifestyle to be identical. Um, all right, last joke. I went to SF MoMA, Modern Art Museum. My favorite exhibit so far is couples standing in front of a Gerard Richter's. Painting uh, debating showtimes for Doctor Strange. I felt like that one really connected with me All right, thanks. I'm red
2: Red Scott everyone, I am a dick tonight. I'm not paying attention, but you were mm. tell Red Scott what you think
19: mm. Mm. Bring it
4: It's a strong finish. I love that performance art bit. Oh, thank you the, 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 the um I would think 1854 would work better than 1950. That's my literalist nerd. <laughs> <laughs> there was more childhood death than before 1950.: <laughs>
19: Oh, there really were. That's a fair point. Yeah. Thank you. I'm
13: going to try some ridiculous stuff here. Uh, so like I don't know, back in you would have a bunch of kids because you needed them to like work right on your farm back sure. in the day, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you had a bunch of kids these days, maybe they could go to work on your premises. Oh, yeah, yeah. all right. It's an idea. Uh, I like that you have to go to the gym to force yourself to have a shower Uh, I don't know maybe there's other activities that force you to like do other parts of your hygiene Like I don't know it's something you fuck up your teeth really bad to force yourself to brush your teeth you (laughs) I don't I don't know you force a bird to shit on your head, so you have to go get a haircut. I don't know
19: (laughs) (laughs) Thank You Richard
14: think it was intentional, but when you explain what the MoMA is, I, I don't know, whenever someone explains something <laughs> obvious, it makes me laugh. Um, and then also, like, the kids thing, people asking you that question, I don't know what obnoxious question you could ask them back about their personal life. Oh, yeah. Um, I couldn't think of anything, but maybe that would be an angle.
19: No, that's yeah. a good idea. It's like, how,
14: how about, uh,
17: actually, what about, like, uh, how much money do you make in a year? <laughs> like, you'd be, like, on that same level, yeah. yeah.
19: yeah. yeah.
6: After taxes. Yeah,
19: it's, no, it's a good, good thought, though. Cool. All right, thank you very much.
2: Red Scott, everyone, here at Mutiny Radio. Yay! Your next comedian, uh, he's one of the producers of The Setup, which is a great show every Saturday at 222 Hyde. Clap your hands wildly right now for Richard Cervantes! What's up, wow.
13: uh, I like it when it, like, booms, you know, and you feel like you're on NPR. That's my favorite thing. Fine, I can deal with this, too. Um, I love Indian food. Indian food is amazing. Uh, have you guys heard of this? The newest Indian dish is one that's invented by Americans. Uh, it's called a chicken tiki masala. <laughs> Do you guys <laughs> know this dish? It's a Tiki masala is the new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, apparently, it's some sort of dish where, like, you hold a torch while you're just eating your chicken. <laughs> apparently, chicken tastes better, like, under flickering limelight. It's the, all the rage. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's a silly image. Um, I hold grudges for a really long time, super long, like I can like, like I'm still mad at my mom for having a C-section. I'm like, dude, I wanted a natural birth. Can't get over it. But my head is nicely shaped. <laughs> <laughs> I nobody really like I'm still mad at like this kid in fifth grade that stole twenty dollars from me at school. Like I'm pissed. His name is Jim Marquez. He lives in Fremont. I'm fucking pissed. I don't know. I just well I don't know. He's probably like twirling a sign somewhere in the suburbs. I just wonder if he knows I'm here at Mutiny Radio talking about how I want to kill him. <laughs> um, So, uh, my mom is schizophrenic, which means she hears voices from people that, you know, aren't there. And so, like, I used to worry that I was going to go crazy. And so, like, anytime someone would whisper to me, I'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) You know, like, in math class, someone's like, hey, what's the answer to number three? I'm like, who's this ghost that wants to know about equilateral triangles? (laughs) It's good now. I'm 32. probably won't go crazy. Um, So, okay. Everyone here is on the... Okay, so you guys all remember the beginning of the internet when it was like the Wild West. Like, do do, do you remember, like, now the internet is like a super safe place. Everything is good. When it first started, you go on there. It was like you open the browser and you were like a pioneer of the internet. You know, you were like the Donner Party going to California. (laughs) And, you know, all sorts of shit could happen. Uh, So, you know, except instead of snow, it was uh, gay porn. So, uh, sorry, dad, not connected. You know, the darn party got snowed in, right? And I'm just thinking like when you're, I would just go to random websites and there would always be just gay porn every once in a while, you know? And uh, so one time I just went on this website to download a movie. All this gay porn shows up. I close the browser, turn off the computer. I leave. 30 minutes later, my dad uses the computer, opens, turns it on. All the same gay porn comes back <laughs> on. And he just looks at me like, oh, And he goes, I hate it when your sister does this. (laughs) I've never been so relieved to see gay guys fucking each other. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so. And I was at first. And I don't understand my dad's perspective here. Like, on the one hand, he's too naive to know that it was me. And on the other hand, he's progressive to think that my sister masturbates to gay porn. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't think women get turned on by guys fucking each other. Right. Not really, Jenny. <laughs> All right, maybe Jenny. Okay, I'll <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm going to ponder this. <laughs> um I'm glad my 20s are over because now I don't have to worry about wasting my 20s. You know? I wasted them. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just carefree, you know. Because there was too much pressure when I was in my 20s. Like Everyone's like, don't waste your 20s. They only come once. <laughs> it's like if a waiter is like bothering you while you're eating, like, is your food good? Is it great? Is there anything I can do? After this food's over, all the food sucks. <laughs> now I'm just eating dog food and loving it. Uh, yeah and I'm getting older too Like I can uh, When I swallow I can feel my throat Like I feel like That's like the main way You know you're getting older Like you're more aware Of the inside of your body You know Like I don't know I'm just I don't know I'm, I'm maybe like a year away From being like uh, I'm full now But I think my kidneys Will shift And make some room shortly Alright that's good That's good for me
2: Richard Cervantes Is feeling old No way Thank you I feel kidney pain too, my friend.
13: Yes. All uh,
2: right. Comments for the hilarious Richard Sofonte.:
13: Go for it.
19: When you when you had the line uh, ghost when you're you're a kid and you're talking to the guy next to you. Oh yeah. And it, and it's like, "Who are you like what what did you call him?"
13: Oh, I just called him a ghost.
19: Yeah, I was like, that is a sick burn. I was just imagining that kid like thinking he was dead from that point on. Like, <laughs> like, that's just like, Could you imagine really confidently in the second grade turning to you like, what the fuck do you want ghost? I'd be scared of you forever. <laughs> yeah, um, totally. Uh, yeah, I, I was kind of imagining at the end of it, you could bring it around full circle for the gay porn bits. It's like I was so relieved. I got kind of turned on. It's kind of my thing now my sister getting blamed for things.
13: <laughs> yeah, yeah It's my fetish. I have to be <laughs> I have to be relieved.
19: Yeah, yeah uh, Yeah, and then uh, I think I think most of slash fic is straight women writing about two gay dudes fucking oh
13: really yeah Okay, so maybe my... I need to widen my horizons. Yeah,
19: yeah. Check it out. It's on the internet. Look it up. Put it on your sister's browser, see what happens. (laughs) Thanks, man.
14: Uh, With the whispering thing, isn't Mm -hmm. there that game where like you telephone, you whisper into each other's ears and then like, I don't know, maybe like that game terrified you as a kid or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
13: I love that game, actually.
5: <laughs>
2: that, is, that is a fun game and a fun pre- premise for a joke.
5: Yeah. I, I also like the the whispering thing, but I was mm-hmm. thinking you could even open it up to adulthood. You know, like you're still kind of feeling it so like when somebody says, like, nice set.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I know I'm fucking crazy. You know, something like
5: that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny.
13: Cool. I think that's good, guys. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Sarvate, Go check out his shows The Setup Look them up online Yes Alright Your next comedian I haven't seen her in forever But I'm sure that her love of burritos Is still as strong as it ever was Put your hands together for Christy Ono
20: Hello Pam, darling It's wonderful to see you Uh, I love the the pirate cat uh, sign in the bathroom, it was terrifying. Uh, Got locked in, that's okay, hey guys! uh, Just gonna check in, Uh, so last weekend when it was raining, I got rear-ended in my car, and I was just like, you know what, fuck it, we're just gonna go to McDonald's. Um, Because, well, first of all, my insurance is not gonna pay for it, and I've done enough impact play to know that that didn't do anything to my car, we're fine. Uh, the thing is, is I've just been um, kind of stress eating and napping a bunch, cause you know the world's falling apart. That's fine, um, but I've just been gaining a ton of weight, which is fine, cause I've been after the hundred burritos thing. Very into the body positive movement. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I like to describe my my current level of body positivity as the radio edit version of Juvenile's "Back That Ass Up," right? Cause I'm a big, fun woman. I'm a back that thing up, you know, like slow slowly out of the room, not turning around, I want to keep my eyes on all of you, you can't look at the tenderness that is now my behind. Um, let's see, what did I want to say about that? Uh, oh, that's the thing, is because I, I just need to be alone to feel the most positive about my body? Does that make sense? Is that weird? Okay, that's fine. because the thing is, is I've gone through a lot of weight gain and a, weight, a lot of weight loss in my life. And I have discovered that there is one and only one reason why I would lose weight. And it is for the certainty that when I'm trying to sneak into a building, a lair, if you will, and I will inevitably have to punch out a bodyguard or other you know, henchman type to take their clothes and sneak in undetected. Right, I just think it would go a lot smoother if I didn't have to wait for my height and body size. Right, if I was smaller, I could just slink into anything, go in undetected. There is a concern that like, you know, maybe the person's too big, and then I'm just all like in big clothes. But that's you know, we'll worry about that when we get there. Um, I just don't want to be like fidgeting like in the storm super stormtrooper outfit. Right, or, and there was this other tag that I was thinking about. It's like, hey, Jim, did you gain Asian? That's weird. Is that too weird? I think that might be too weird. Um, So like, uh, let's see, there's another one. Uh, I was reading through all my journals (laughs) lately because I'm a 33 year old woman in journals, I don't care. Um, As long as it's in paper, it's not rattling around in my head, right? Uh, So this is the thing. Um, It turns out I fall in love with everybody. (laughs) That's a shame. Uh, But this is, is, I've, I've found the reason why is every time I have an orgasm, I am all of a sudden like, oh my god, I love you. I didn't think this would ever happen again. And it's like, no, you are flooded with oxytocin and you need to stop. It is the most dangerous thing I could ever do. Don't worry, it doesn't happen often. I don't get late. that's what, it doesn't matter. Okay, it's fine. I think you guys get it. I think you guys get it. Um, Cause this is a thing now, I've been becoming more comfortable with dying alone. Yay. Cause to me, what is the alternative, right? Dying with somebody? Cause this is how I think that's gonna play out. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Let's hang up together and then right as they're saying like but you didn't hang up you're gonna hear a shot ring out because you are wasting my goddamn time everlasting peace is at the end of this conversation and I'm fucking done so you have not died alone and I will have died with a corpse and that's how it ends all right that's it oh no, everyone. this is also an insecurity nightmare bring it on you were fantastic thank
2: you like i haven't seen you in so long and that's all new- i've never heard you say any of those things and i enjoyed all of the things out of your mouth and i in- laughed in different ways at funny places and yay
20: yay <laughs> all right who's next <laughs> <laughs> no i'm perfect thank you no okay you should please. go back that ass up yeah <laughs> that thing please there's children around i don't know whatever <laughs>
19: I really liked the line. I need to be alone to feel the best about myself. Yeah. Or stated another way, the only thing stopping me from feeling perfect is other people.
20: <laughs> <laughs> I think I will. I am gonna change that. That is perfect. I love it. That's right. I'm gold, motherfuckers. It was worth it for that red Scott line, Yono, Everyone.
2: Yeah. Commentary works and things are fun at Joke Workshop. Um, I think though in order to get, well, no, we can do one more set with comments and then uh, and then we're going to have to move on to just regular straight up sets just for our time, uh, recognition, etc., etc. We have another show coming in at 7.50 uh, FTW. So. Put your hands together right now. Everybody for Mimi Villame. She left. Hey, then we've got more time. That's super exciting. Did Leo leave? Leo Gold left too, huh? Hey everybody, Jenny Hogan! Yeah.
18: Um, do you guys know like the 30 Oh shit you guys know the 36 questions to fall in love? This is a little bit out of date of a joke. Um, I think like whether or not you do, you know this like New York Times article, 36 questions that you answer and you can fall in love with anyone? All right, I don't think this joke's gonna work, but I'll I'll do the punchline anyway because I've already done the setup. Um, I think whether or not someone, people do the 36 questions to fall in love on a date is a really good predictor of whether or not you've run out of things to talk about. on a date. Alright, I think I might, my lip actually might be bleeding from hitting myself in the face with the microphone. <laughs> oh man, this is a contact sport. <laughs> People don't tell you enough about the dangers of stand-up comedy. I, uh, anytime I'm like giving a blowjob, I always get like extremely competitive with the penis to see like who's going to last longer. Um, I just can't remember the last time I gave a blowjob to completion and it like really makes me feel like a failure. Uh, and at this point, like, I don't even want to commit to starting one unless I know that he's, like, about to finish, basically. Like, I just feel like guys are, like, intentionally withholding cum, uh, to damage my self-esteem. It's not, like, a contest I want to win, either, because if you win, the prize is cum in your mouth. (laughs) You know, it's not, like, it's not, like, a fun birthday prize or something. I was, like, I had sex with, like, four people before I learned that guys were trying to make sex last longer. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, and I was like pretty pissed when I found out, I'll be honest, like, I was like, I was like 10 minutes in with this guy, and it was like very dull, and I was like, okay, we're we getting near the end, and he was like, no, I could finish it every, in, at any time, and I was like, what do you mean you could finish at any time? What the fuck? What have we been doing here? You were doing this for me? I mean, it's just kind of like, you know that short story where like the girl chops off her hair and the husband sells his watch, but then they both, they get each other a present and then they both can't enjoy it. You know that short story? Oh, Henry, yeah, it's that's what sex is like. You're, you're both giving each other something you don't want. Like it's just <laughs> useless. Um, you guys know the Delete Uber campaign? Yeah. It's uh, it is really good for dating apps, I think, that people are taking Uber off their phone. You know, no more picking up girls in Uber pools. Um, I personally had to get back on Tinder after that. After, I, did com- I did delete Uber. I had to get back on Tinder, because uh, I had no one to drive me around. Um, I, but, you know, to, like, delete Uber, like, I'm just like, do I have to delete it? Like, is it okay if I just, like, don't update it or something? Because then I reinstall it, I'm going to have to, like, type my email address back in. Like, it seems like kind of a lot. Um, it, it, there are a lot of very lazy social movements though. I mean, I shouldn't, well, no, I, I think it might be, this might be the yuppiest of social movements, right? Like all you have to do is like press hold on an app and then X out and then you're, boom, you're, <laughs> you're a protester. But then again, there were like sit-ins. Like you, like the movement was just to, like sit in a diner which I'm like, yeah, oh, it's a Saturday. Um, of course, that's not what sit-ins were. Sit-ins, they were sitting there because they were white only diners. And they were not welcome, or they were kind of protest not being allowed in the diner. But I will be honest, if you spend enough time in a diner, you will feel unwelcome. <laughs> it's kind of been been my experience. Like, if you hang out in a diner for 11 hours and buy one soda, like, they'll make you feel like you don't belong. So, really, we're all protesters here, you know? Um, I, uh, I, uh, there's the most popular New York Times genre, books genre, 2016 was self-help books for single women with cats, otherwise known as self-help books. Okay, thank you guys. Jenny Hogan, everyone.
2: Do you want comments or not? You don't care? She doesn't. Do people have got, looks like Trishna, Trishna looks like she's on the edge of her seat, looks like she wants some comments. No, she's not. You're just sitting at the edge of your seat for fun. I was just
14: gonna say I like the like knowing the guy knowing he could come and you didn't know that and waiting. And I feel like that's a common thing people can relate to, and I, and I was trying to really hard to think of an analogy of like another scenario where that would happen, that could be funny, It's something more like ridiculous. I'll think about it.
2: When you know something's gonna happen, but it's not gonna happen. like snap, crackle, pop. No, I can't. I don't even know. My brain just goes to breakfast cereal. That's what a dork I am. Like, I know when I eat breakfast cereal, it's going to taste like breakfast cereal. (laughs) That's all I need to know. (laughs) Other comments for Jenny Ogan? She looks, you look like a stage manager tonight in black. She's running up. She's running off to run some sound cues at the Marsh Theater or some shit, right? She's like out there. We didn't even know she had a side gig. She's like, yeah, I get 400 bucks a night to stage manage people. Tell them what to do. Uh, cute comment about Ginny, I last Friday I'd never seen her blush so hard. It was so great <laughs> when Steph, you were doing a joke about autism and Steph and walked in the room. <laughs> she turned this beautiful shade of purple that I've never seen on a human being. You're doing it again. She's doing it again right now on
18: the radio. I love it. I can you do that all the time? I love it. Oh I mean, no. I just made an autism reference. The I made an autism reference, and then Stefan walked in, and I said, "Oh, sorry, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> and then she
2: turned like this color. It was so great. <laughs> Any other? It looks like the Reverend has some comments for you. Just
4: proving again, accidental humor is some of the best. I've uh, uh, very long. professional going on with after injuring yourself oh, with okay, the microphone. Comedy is pain. Yeah.
2: Comedy is pain. Ease her pain and clap wildly for Ginny Hogan. Yeah. All right, we're coming down to it. We have your next comedian, uh, a lovely human being that knows more about presidents than anyone else I know. Clap your hands wildly for Ian Levy. <laughs> El <Well, we're just
12: laughs>
6: capitalismo
2: he doesn't smoke, what's he doing outside? But he just doesn't like Ginny's set? Like what's wrong with him? That's kind of a dick move. <laughs> oh, it does it is he gone? He splits. No one has any patience here, uh, except for your last two comics. Hey, you guys! I think he's still here. He's got a show every Sunday night from ten to midnight. He's a lovely fellow. He's also part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival upcoming March first through fifth. Put your hands together for Mike Evans Jr. Hello.
12: So I was at the uh, I was at the airport this weekend, and uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, it was it was a very important um, time to be at the airport for sure. Uh, no Muslim ban. That's exactly why I was there. Um, I always think it's like interesting. There's like this huge like gathering of all these like white liberals all together. Like I, it just reminds me that we're all still a little racist. We're all like still a tiny bit of turn into racist. Um, this one guy recognized me. He's like, "Oh, you're a comedian, right?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm Mike." And he was like, oh, "You're you I'm glad to meet you. You're Mike Brown, right?" I'm like, "Ooh." <laughs> I told. I was like, I'm so glad I was the only one to hear you say that. But like, I was like, Mike Brown is a completely different person. Please never say that to another black man again. Um, <coughs> yeah, that's that's the only like new one I really have. My name is Mike. No, I'm kidding. Um, what else happened? Yeah, I uh, I recently got a girlfriend. Me and her have been uh, we got into this, this, this pretty serious. Argument. Um, I didn't go to the women's march, and uh, she gave me a lot of shit for it. She was like, you know, I'm, I'm there for you in every aspect of your activism. You know, I was there when black kids were getting shot. I was there with you at the airport. I was there for you when Oscar Grant got killed. How come you can't show me the same source of empathy with the women's march? You know, and so, um, and she straight up was like, I'm gonna break up with you. And I was like, I, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I just didn't, I just didn't register. Like, I should have gone to that. And she was like, I want you to come in your own mouth. And I was like, babe, I, I'm I'm sorry. Like, please don't make me do this. She was like, No. Do you really care about this relationship or not? I need you to come in your own mouth right now. I was like, I was like, all right. So I'm just there, just just beating my dick, and I shoot one off, and I kind of just. Just catch it. It it, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to (coughs) be. Feminism all day, every day. I got a pussy hat after that. I definitely bought one instantly. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm an activist. I'm a real real activist, which is tough to be (coughs) an activist and a comedian at the same time because (laughs) people get very sensitive. It's, It's... it's pretty extreme. Sometimes I feel like I'm a little too aware of what things go on. Like I was watching porn the other day. I'm like there's no black actors in this fucking this porn I'm watching right now. I'm pretty angry at that. And then I actually stumbled upon a real racist one. It was a uh, a porno spoof of Roots. Oh. Like you know the you know like the you know exactly what Roots is, right? The mini series about slavery and it was like I watched it, like I jacked off to it and I felt very <laughs> I felt very fucked up. I was like right, it's a weird time in America. I don't know if if I'm selling out or it was it was very rough. I couldn't complain either. I couldn't you know approach Black Lives Matter and be like, hey guys, let's protest this porn I just saw. <laughs> They'd be like, What the fuck is wrong with you, man? That's not cool. It's <laughs> not cool at all. Man, but Trump, though, dude, fucking, I don't know. I've been feeling like we're we are all going to die, you know, just to say it lightly. You know, the fucking with Steve Bannon is like pretty much the president now and Mike Pence and shit. It's really rough. And, you know, I'm glad I'm a comedian, though. Like, I have a friend who recently got into porn and I was recently going to judge her about it. But I was like, you know what? Like honestly do whatever the fuck you want we're all gonna die anyway you know i tasted cum it's not that bad so it's okay but my name is mike everybody have a good night
2: yay mike evans jr no stay up there we have time i gotta say first i love how you brought it back to the cum in your mouth again you brought it around you really did that nice call back there at the end with your own cum thank you i enjoyed <laughs> it very much <laughs> I think that's really funny, and I and I don't know why. I have a feminist joke that I do that I don't know why people think it's funny. And it's funny, but you eating your own cum for feminism is hilarious to me. <laughs> and who I there's a question that needs to be asked in the set about roots and who is that porn made for? Is it wh- made for racist white people, or is, like are black people supposed to watch it and get? Hot You're about off. the, but like <laughs> the whipping of the like Kuntaki, what is your name? Yeah. He's gonna be like, what's he gonna say? Kuntzakeinte? What's he gonna say?
6: Yeah.
2: What's your name? I love cunt. Like, what's he gonna say? <laughs> and they're beating him, and they're like, it's yeah, <laughs> your name is Tobe Cunt. I'm a cunt. <laughs> like, what? Who is? But I just, I don't know which which side I would bring. Burton. I know I love Lavar Burton.
12: Yeah, I mean it's, it's actually a real porn. It's a real yeah. porno. I, I really couldn't jack off to. It in real life it was just like I, I genuinely just laughed I was like <laughs> I was like, I'm done for the night. You like should, but is... you
2: should have a caveat to that at the end and say, yeah, I, it really is a real porn, and I I, I I, couldn't jack off to it. Cause that's even yeah. a funny little tag on the end, like after you're talking about, like, yeah, oh, jack off. I, I didn't. It was, it was impossible. I couldn't yeah. do it.
12: It was, yeah, it was really tough. You should all check it out when <laughs> you get or home. Or not? I mean, I think, but that's I think a question. think Evan Stone, isn't is it?
2: Is it made for Asians? Like, who is who is Somebody. this porn yeah. made for? Like, white well. people are gonna feel guilty. Black people don't want to watch it. Who is it made for? Asians? Yeah. <laughs> or like, what other people are there? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. There are so many other people in the world. (laughs) Maybe they all like to watch weird, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Other comments? The reverend's in on it.
4: For what it's worth just now, uh, I thought maybe you could extrapolate a bit. Well, what's coming next down the pipe? Porn that takes place in a concentration camp in Germany?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Uh, Japanese internment camps. If you were doing a porn about that, would you have to pixelate out the uh, pussy hair?
5: Part of the first fucking porno, right? It was like, first it it was this weird, it was just a regular porno, and then at the end, like back in down the videotapes. The la- after the credits rolled, they had this last like 15 minutes and it starts off with this soul song and this naked sister in a room with a blue wall and two white dudes in clan hoods come in with their dicks out <laughs> under the hood and start fucking her. So I can I can kind of get who that other porno's going for, okay? <laughs>
2: You know, what we've touched on is that people love jokes about porn. Uh, everybody loves porn, and it's a very familiar t- subject top. and you're working with it in a different way, which I really I- enjoy. So. Thanks. Because it's not just the regular social. porn joke. Like, I was jacking off to It's like the roots. porn. I mean, you're taking it in a, race, a racial direction, which is fun. Yeah.
12: Mm. It's,
2: it's political and, you know, pornish.
12: And, and intense. <laughs> yeah.
2: Comments, comments. Hey, everybody. Love him up. Clap wildly and listen to his show, Mike Evans Jr. Oh, my CD went out. Mike Evans Jr. has a show every Sunday from 10 to midnight called Old Soul Radio, and you should listen to it. It's great. With Professor Gable and it's funny because he introduced me he introduced himself to me as the professor when he was like 21 and I've just been calling him the professor which I'm fine with <laughs> honestly whatever you want to call yourself it's fine uh, but no he really is he's, he's really good at rapping and stuff like that and so is Mike Evans Jr he has a, hey, awesome. pussy. it's a famous song I've seen him do it at, at the cops and everybody the entire 400 people they all yell it you're an ex-comedian I don't know the last time he had some pussy put your hands together it's Ian Levy
13: not or I to tell you all about it
0: Cause
8: it feels I will say, uh, I've been making uh, good progress With the neighborhood cat who I've started feeding So in a sense, I, I recently attained a, a small young orange pussy <laughs> It was very friendly It licks food out of my hand So <laughs> that's the last pussy I got Um, reality star president, that's gotta be the craziest thing I've heard, uh, since Carpenter God, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, it's weird. Everyone. Basically, all my jokes are just what's what's going on in the world tonight, which I don't usually do very topical stuff. Everyone was talking about the the peeing stuff, right? Like everyone saw that. Probably everyone was making jokes like, "Oh, Trump likes being peed on," which is a weird. I mean, it's it's a weird thing to say. Like everyone was saying that. Like, uh, it, not even just comedian friends of mine. Everyone I knew was like making jokes about Trump being peed on. It's like, really, San Francisco? Are you kink shaming right now? <laughs> like, is that what? Like, if if it's okay for one person to be peed on, it's okay for everyone to be peed on. <laughs> like, morality, that's how it works. It's... Like, this is the only city in the world where supposedly I could go up to anyone in the street and tell them, like, my sexual fantasy uh, is to be dressed like Pippi Longstocking uh, and then be spanked with copies of Atlas Shrug. And they would be like, I love and respect you for who you are. You're a beautiful individual. It's so <laughs> like, that's... I don't know you make fun of them for the real shit just don't <laughs> don't get confused about what's really out there it's a weird I don't know I get tired of people just don't if you if you believe something believe it all the way right you can't make exceptions like you can't be like violence is wrong punching people sometimes? Okay. Like, I mean, if it's self-defense, I'm sorry, but it's true. Like that's, I know it sucks. Not, it really does suck not to punch Nazis, but if it's not okay to punch one person, it's not a, you know, I don't know, hug a Nazi. That's my (laughs) carrot carrot with love. Try try that. Probably won't work. I'm not going to lie. That was probably, probably a little over optimistic, but I'm just... I'm just tired of people half-assing. If you believe something, believe it all the way. Stick to your convictions, right? Like the Trump administration right now, uh, they fully believe, no matter, I mean, it's, I'm not even gonna say it's right, it's just wrong, but they fully believe that this country should have less Muslims in it, right? As fucked up a thing it is, if you believe that, fine, but stick to it. Like if you're gonna have the Muslim ban, then you should allow Muslims to get abortions. Like that's just, That's just a way to stop more Muslims from coming into our country. I'm sorry, it's true. Like that's, if you really believe this shit, stick with it. I don't know what I believe anymore. I really don't. Like I'm a big I'm a big anti-gun person, right? Or I used to be. I used to be like, no one should have guns. Guns are bad. But now, like, the more I think about it, I don't want to be the only one with a squirt gun at the revolution. Like that's, like maybe we should have guns if we're gonna have to fight the government. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I think I think the gun thing is different. Maybe maybe the way we fix it is uh, if you want a gun, you're not allowed to have one. Uh, and if you don't want a gun, you have to have one. Because <laughs> those are the people who aren't just going to go hog crazy. Like, they're only going to use it, you know. Just go find someone who drives a Prius and <laughs> give them a handgun. Like, <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a weird world we have. I, th- I, I think that's everything I was working on tonight. So, that's I'm just going to give it my time to anyone else who's up, up next. <laughs> me
2: me. Me Eleven we have time for comments I have a couple first um, you said uh, hug a Nazi and the first thing that came into my head was hug a Nazi Liberace because I feel like (laughs) it's the only thing that Liberace really rhymes with Hug a Nazi Liberace. Who know. was Liberace? I what? feel like the if I had to guess, player, I had guess, I, I would think Liberace. No,
8: no, I know who Liberace is, but I mean, if I had to guess, I would guess uh, he was more on the liberal side of well, politics. obviously, but hug a don't Nazi don't Liberace. A Liberace.
2: It rhymes. I no, don't know. No, I know. Like I'm,
8: a... I'm just saying. Like I, I'm very aware of who Liberace is. It's just a
2: throwaway tag.
8: Okay. Uh, okay. Hug a Nazi. <laughs> no, it, no, just I, I, it just rhymes. It just rhymes. I get you. It rhymes. To no be fair, I only know Liberace from the HBO movie like, like the about one, his life the, the one pic. with
2: Michael Douglas yeah where he's and Matt fantastic. Damon. it's and
8: actually really good yeah
2: Matt, da- Matt Damon
8: but I haven't listened to much Liberace stuff
2: here I, I, I didn't listen to him either but I, I feel like I watched that movie and Michael Douglas deserved uh, an Oscar for that because he was really really gay and we know that he's married <laughs> to Catherine Zeta-Jones so like he is not gay uh, anyways, uh, the other thing is that you said you said that's, water gun. You, I just think that's really great acting. Doesn't that mean you get an Oscar? If you played... He was in an OV. He played really, really well. Played super, super gay, and I believed in the whole time, but he's really married to Catherine Zeta-Jones, and she's fucking hot, right? So he's totally I mean, not gay. Isn't that how
8: all Oscar awards should be given out? Is the gayer you act, the more likely Or you if you're a
2: woman and you're yeah, ugly. Relative if, you, if, you, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you play ugly as a woman, like who was the girl who was in Monster and she got a... <laughs> Shelly's uh, Theron. She's yeah. so beautiful, and then she she gets ugly for a second, and they give her an Oscar. That's how they do it. No, if you if you play gay and you're not gay, you get an Oscar. It's, uh, I don't act know about ugly that.
8: Brokeback Mountain didn't win, and that was way better. That than Crash. was a, yeah, and it,
2: it was, was so, really that was the gay best movie that year. For so many things. It was very gay. Uh, here <laughs> here's uh, you said uh, I don't want to be the only person with a squirt gun at the apocalypse. Super Soaker, just switch it. Super Soaker's a lot funnier than squirt gun. Okay. Super Soaker. That's all I got. Anybody else comments? I'm sorry. I just when you said that we said squirt gun, I was like, oh, super sugar would have been no, funnier. No, that's fair.
8: I, I think that's a good. Oh, okay. That's a good note. It's yellow is white. Yeah, yeah. With the
2: you got the super pump action. Yeah, the yeah. super pump action on your super soaker ain't gonna do shit against a drone with like a with an Uzi or what? That's it, the point? Or, or, that's why I'm yeah. saying
8: maybe maybe we should the liberals should get guns.
2: Yeah, right. Well, we should just get drones and fly them around. That well, that that's the thing too is that the entire Second Amendment was so that we could rise up against our oppressors. But it's so stupid because our oppressors have nu- nuclear weapons. So if we don't all have little like suitcase nuclear weapons, then how? are we supposed to rise up against our oppressors it's just ridiculous guns are stupid at this point we should outlaw them unless we can all have tanks in our front yard i
8: agree we should all have nukes so that's yeah
2: (laughs) well if they can have them if we can if we can if they can have them we can have them yeah amazon i'm gonna uh uh, does anyone have any comments for ian besides me just me (laughs) just me i'm a dick all right everybody clap wildly for Uh, Ian Levy. We have one comedian left. Don't leave yet. Get excited. Take notes. Don't leave. Hang out. She's great. She wants your comments. She's been waiting here and listening to all you guys. She hasn't been giving comments, but that's okay. Because whatever. You don't always have to give comments. But please, write notes. Take comments. Pay attention. She's very
11: funny. Everybody, Cece Whittle. How y'all doing tonight? Thank you for hanging on, okay. So I live on a really steep hill and as I was driving down tonight to come here, I, my ears popped, I realize they pop every time I come down, just like my dreams now that Trump is president, you know? And did you see that El Chapo was extradited to New York, the Mexican drug lord? So now Trump can appoint him, appoint him head of the DEA, you know? Yeah, but I really think the biggest success story of this election was a 26 year old immigrant from a communist country snagged a millionaire and now she is First Lady of the United States. That's awesome. You know, and she says she's going to take up anti bullying as her campaign. Yeah? She won't even have to get out of bed. You know? Donald, Donald, yeah, and I can't wait to see the gold stripper pole in the White House, everybody, yeah, that'll be cool, yeah, I, I'm, uh, you know, it's really hard to imagine this guy, but did you see the? you know, he appointed so many generals to his cabinet, is this a cabinet or a hunter, you know, and there was a picture of them. they were all standing there and you could see there was a heavy wind blowing, but not a hair on Trump's head was moving in that wind. And it made me think, hmm, maybe we should use Trump's hairspray to seal off the border with Mexico. It would
20: save a ton of money.
11: Oh, so, well, I was thinking the other day, You know, I'm so much older than you guys. I'm 70 years old. And so, my first computer was an IBM XT. It had two meg of capacity. It was so exciting. (laughs) Um, But, you know, computers were were invented supposedly to save us time. And, uh, in fact, what they're doing is taking our jobs. Um, In the old days, we used to have a real, live Siri who would talk to you, was called a secretary. (laughs) And then we had to do everything on our own. You know, we got to now write our own letters, make our own phone calls, make our own travel arrangements. It's really bad. But, you know, there are a lot of things that computers can't do. like. You, my smartphone will not light my candles or my bong, <laughs> unless it's a Samsung Galaxy Note Seven. No, yeah, that that might work. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a problem. And um, you know, here's a job that computers will never do. They will never clean up the shit that my cat leaves on the kitchen floor. So I think what I'm gonna do is place an ad in TaskRabbit and say, um, paper artist wanted, must work with wet material. (laughs) A sense of smell, not required. Uh, Must be able to come immediately on call, you know. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of jobs that are not going to be eliminated, but um, so what can I leave you with? Oh, I was on BART the other day, and I don't know why, but every time I get on BART, some nice young Asian person leaps out of their seat and gives it to me. You know, they really respect their elders. It's never the guy from Livermore with the baseball cap on backwards. Um, I, but I'm kind of insulted. I mean, how do they know I'm a senior citizen? Is it the reading glasses on my head? Is it the paper newspaper under my arm? Is it the dish of hard candy I pass around every? <laughs> Thank you guys. Hey. 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 Thank
2: you, Daisy Weddle passes out hard candy. We love her. Stay up there. We have time for comments, sweetheart. I don't mean to call you sweetheart because that's so demeaning as a woman, and someone called me sweetheart the other day, but I mean it like you're great, and I love your new hair. It's so cute with the purple on the dress. Okay.
18: Great. Thank you. Firstly, Susie, love that your hair matches your jacket and shirt. That's amazing. Um, I think when the, the advertisement for someone to come, like, roll you weed, you could do something like, I will pay you in uh, leftover pizza, like cold pizza or something, something kind of like stoner food, like, the, some weird way of paying them, basically. A good finish. Pizza yeah. rolls. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Totina's pizza rolls. <laughs> they love pizza rolls. Uh, you s- kept talking about Siri. This is a dumb pun, but a uh, Siri instead of a Secretary? you got to they used to have a secretary. I mean, secretary, it's a dumb, it's dumb, it's dumb, <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's uh, fun. But you were, I enjoyed that whole section about like how, what you, how technology now is our, dealing with our lives and secretary and that whole thing. I was enjoying that. Great. Whole thank section. you. Yeah. Any more? Other comments? Yeah. Yes, people are coming up. The Reverend is back. <laughs> With more comments, we love that. him. We love the Reverend.
4: Yeah, just another brain fart that came to me when I was because I was confused for a second about the shit your cat leaves on your computer. We would go out of your way to say I I meant literal shit. I don't mean
11: that he's yeah, going right. you're leaving <laughs> garbage websites on the. You know, I should have clarified like. that. You're right.
2: Yeah, your your cat's looking up like they're looking up shit on the internet. Like you're right. not, like you're like not, not like my cat's looking up toast the, the toast face. You know how there was a thing breading was a thing for cats. Do you remember that? People would take a piece of bread and they'd stick their cat's head through it. Oh, and yes. They took pictures of the bread. Like, that's the kind of shit that my cat would like. If he was watching my computer, he'd be looking that up. He'd be like, I want to see other cats being demeaned. Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it might be silly, but if you run with that concept, you could also have the cat looking up shit on TaskRabbit like
2: new owner. With the cat. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, shit on TaskRabbit. I want somebody who doesn't I do this or don't
11: doesn't like it. it
2: on TaskRabbit. Hey, you guys. uh, Thank you so much for being here at the Joe Workshop tonight. Clap wildly for C.C. Whittle. Thank you, C.C. Whittle, for taking a poster. If anybody else would like to take a poster to work, boy, would I love that. Uh, Posters, posters, posters. Uh, Take them to work, put them in places that are visible. Don't put them on, um, I'm not gonna put them with the, with the machine gun thing on the wooden posters until two weeks or a one week out, but like your laundry mat or you right your here. local thing, like your local favorite coffee shop, anything like that, wherever you live. Even if it's in Berkeley or somewhere weird, people can buy tickets online. And the best part is people can listen online anywhere in the universe at all, well, not the universe. I mean, I guess if they're listening to Radio Waves out out at Mars or whatever, but terrestrially on the United, the world, you could, they could listen in Slovenia. Like Melania's parents could listen to this show if they wanted. Uh, so don't, uh, don't be shy. Tell people about Mutiny Radio. Thanks so much for being here tonight. Uh, we're here, uh, there's five nights a week of open mics now, so Monday 6 to 8, Tuesday 8 to 10, uh, six at open mic, Wednesday 8 to 10, Trish and Dan face oblivion. Thursday there's no open mic because you should be at Brainwash, you dumb fucks. Uh, or to Jeff Dean's new show at Café du Nord. You should be over there. Please support Jeff Dean and Jenny Hogan. They have a show once a month at Purple Onion as well. Fridays, we have an open mic from 6 to 8 here called Happy Hour. And on Saturdays, there's a new show from 4 to 6 called uh, We don't have a name for it yet, but it's starting this Saturday, so there's going to be an open mic from 4 to 6 here on Saturdays. Thanks so much, you guys. Have a good night. Bye.
6: (laughs) Que é pra levantar Toma a cafeína vai te acordar Toma a Que é pra levantar Toma a cafeína vai te acordar
0: anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. What? Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good!
1: This is Tuchel Metals with Mute in the Radio. Big up to the number one station the ruling the nation. Give it to me every time. Uh. Uh.
21: <laughs> it's a cash car honey. Yeah. <laughs>
22: 81 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy how it burns me whenever she touches me And you know, I
1: feel so lucky, oh
21: are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts are ye on a raft without a pattern well gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship or I ain't scurvy shit face <laughs> <laughs>